Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited for today's guest. He's an absolute delight. We've known each other for a very long time, since at least 2015, uh, probably before that. And we performed on what is now the old comedy at Stonewall. You moved to Los Angeles. You are doing red carpets. You were recently on Netflix as a joke. My God, the list goes on and on. I'm very excited to have today the one and only fabulous and queer Nikki Paris. Hey, everybody. First of all, you left out that we were doing comedy on Clubhouse during the pandemic. Oh, my God. That's right. We were like two cam girls just oh trying to God. get laughs. With, on camera, Can off camera. Can you believe that? You know I still go on Clubhouse every once Sometimes in a while. Sometimes me too. When I'm bored or in the shower, I'll just put it on for background noise. It feels like phone sex if the people are more committed and they actually hear what I have to say. So, I'll, yeah, I'll log on. I'll sit there. I don't. I can't believe that. Wow, right? 2020, 2021 <laughs> into 2022. My God. You, you had a weekly show on Clubhouse every week where people would come together and share how dicks have let them down. And I've been let down by many dicks. So, yeah. I felt a, so thank you for that segment. I, I'm glad that I was get, able to give back to the community. I was, I was very glad about that. We had sometimes like a thousand people in that room. Yeah. People, now, I don't know if they were actual people or bots, but there were about a thousand people in that room sometimes. Your dick could be made of flesh or hardware. We didn't judge. Yeah, as long as you were in the room listening and you were a good audience member and you clapped. Yeah, that's all that mattered. Yeah, we've been around the blocks. I'm so proud of you. How about that? Because I think I was there when you first started doing comedy. Yeah, I was doing comedy once in a blue moon. I would do the comedy at Stonewall show and that's it. And I really wouldn't put much into it because I was very obsessed with gay volleyball. Very, I remember that right? in the volleyball. Yeah, I was very obsessed with the gay volleyball, and I was like, oh, my God, I've got to do it. i got to have fun. And then I didn't really put much into comedy, and then the pandemic happened, and I was like, well, gay volleyball's done. But comedy, funny enough, was not. And so I just started pushing. I, um, I started going to open mics online, Zoom, and then I kept going and going, and then I would get booked on, like, Zoom shows, and then I was doing Broadway. I got that, and then I pushed further, and I got, and it just it kept going and going. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is this happening. is happening." Let me tell you something. Uh, it's great watching you. You <laughs> have just been, you've shot to stardom in every which way, and I'm so happy for you. I'm uh, so unhappy, but thank you. I'm you? turning my life around. How, you're only you know 24. What? Oscar, I, 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 How old are you? I, I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 this year. And you know what? It used to be, so I've been single difficult. for so long. It used to be young and cute. Now I, now it's starting to get sad, okay? And can I, I, I I'm going to tell your viewers, okay? Doing comedy has actually ruined my love life. Nobody will date me. Men come and see me, and I think they, they like the way I look, and then they see me on stage, and they're terrified. Let me tell you something. Not true. Well, Not true. You know what you got to do? Tell the man I've been dating. You got to find someone in the entertainment business, entertainment or fashion. You can't find someone in finance and all that shit. You got to find someone in entertainment. That's what my boyfriend was. My boyfriend was in the fashion industry, so he's used to artistic people. He's not artistic himself. He's very like kind of like he's understands the business aspect. He's not very artistic in that way, but he's like, I am attracted to artists. You got to find someone who is like business 
but mm. attracted to artists. You know, so that's it. You got to put that out there and say, I need some, I want to find someone who is attracted to an artist like myself. I don't know why it could only get hard for sanitation workers. Yeah, I and know. It's people, hard. blue it's collar. Uniform. It's it's the uniform. It's not being afraid to put both hands in there. And it's, it's the, the uniform. And commitment. let me tell you something. They make a lot of fucking money. Oh, the sanitation workers? Oh, my God. The when it snows? On, a, on my block, the sanitation workers, I talked to them one day. Uh, and let me tell you something. They make a hundred and forty thousand yeah. dollars a year. Yeah, and overtime when it snows. Yeah, a hundred percent. I know. And you know they're not afraid to get in there in more ways than one. And I think you know what I'm talking about. I love you. So it's much. hard. To, it's hard not to dive into somebody's stank vagina when you were cleaning up hefty bags full of God only knows what. And that's what I look for in a man. Are you Oscar. running bits right now? I'm no. I'm speaking from the heart. Okay, and this good. is because I'm back on Staten Island. And that's what everybody does. I live in Staten Island. Don't hold it against me. You're not. You don't live. You're visiting family that lives there. I still have my childhood bedroom. I okay. still have the pictures of me on the wall. I love that. I have a goofy doll that I got oh God, when I, I was that. at Disney at six. I love and, that. And you know, the men in LA, they're not for me. The stat, I, I, I like like you're very cute to me, dark and handsome. Oh, that's God. what I go I for. I would never do LA. I could never do Los the Angeles. People are horrible. Everyone oh, thinks they're a witch. It really is. <laughs> Everybody's so. All right, we're gonna get into all that. First, we're gonna do a fun game called Two Truths and a Lie. So, give us two truths and one lie, and I will guess it. <sighs> okay. When I was a kid, I put somebody in the hospital from a scratch, pretending to be Catwoman. Um, my first boner was from George in the jungle. Um, and then, uh, I was at a party with Britney Spears. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with the, the two truths are you've been to a party with Britney Spears and your first boner was from George in the jungle. And then the lie was that you put someone in the hospital from a scratch cause you were pretending to be Batwoman. Catwoman. Okay, technically, the lie, it wasn't a party with Britney Spears. We were at, at, at an event together, so that kind of was the lie. And the first two were true. I really did put somebody in the hospital when I was a little kid, and it tore my family apart. Did you really? <sighs> yeah, we were all playing superheroes, and I, I wanted to be Catwoman. She was sexy, yeah. and, I can and we see were it. all just playing, and I just really committed to, you know, even then, a method acting, and I scratched my cousin in the face and to this he had to get rushed to the hospital and to this day he has a scar from here all the way down to here and what our family wearing what like press just on my nails nail. no just my natural nails i'm italian like i don't know i guess i just have the you right have a, okay maybe you when you were young feel my nails do they feel good to you they feel strong and sturdy yeah well our families don't talk <laughs> because of me his family was yeah they've like met my mom is like my mom is at a wedding and they haven't seen him in like 15 years and she goes this scar is so bad she goes it was so awkward that me and daddy just took him to the side and was like if there's anything that we could do to like pay for like laser work or like they just, and it was all, you know, it was my fault. And if my cousin's listening, I didn't know that would happen. I just thought I was gay, but the scar is huge. Oscar. <laughs> like, I love you so much. Like he's the scar face of Staten Island. Okay. All right. Uh, so thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for those Oscars. Also, lie. can I just say I haven't seen Oscar in years. That like this, I, I'm so I excited to be here with ago. you. Did we? Yes. Where did I? See? Oh, on the street, but that didn't count. We saw each other at like ships in the night. I saw you at like one of the clubs. Quickly, 
not like actually sitting down and getting to talk one-on-one. Oh, yeah, that's true. I want to get into your background and why you kind of pursued the career of comedy. What kind of got you into it? Why comedy? You know, people always told me growing up, you should be a comedian. And I was always offended because I was like, are they calling me ugly? It was like, all I thought of was like Jerry Seinfeld in a big blazer standing on a stage. And I was like, I don't want to be a comedian. And then eventually it just got me. I was on a cruise ship and I was bullied to go up by a group of friends. They were like, you have to go up there. These people are horrible. Just go up there. You have to. And I was had nothing an prepared. Was it mic? Yeah. And people were, it was on a, the Royal, Royal Caribbean or Carnival which is not great. Cruise ship, you know, anybody they that knows. They make a lot of fucking money, those comedians. Not the open micers. No, they, they pay you in toe jam and the macaroni and cheese from the Lido deck. And But I had no problem singing. The Lido deck. Every time by Britney Spears at karaoke. But the comedy, I was like, oh, I'm so nervous. And I didn't have anything prepared. And I love to do crowd work and talk to the people. And I just did like five minutes <laughs> making fun of people. And I murdered. And that was, that was it. I was like, oh, my God. I think I have something here. And then I... How uh, old were you? 16, 17. Wow. Yeah. And I... I still can't believe it, but it's been one of the most, I, you know how it is. Like, I think it's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. Like, just to hear people. Depressing come, and rewarding. Yeah, mostly depressing, yeah, but mostly rewarding depressing. at the same time, too. Started when you, you did the open mic when you were 16. Yes. On the cruise ship. Mm -hmm. And then you came back. And then what was your first open mic in the city? I did a comedy competition. Um, I think it was in the village at, um, what's that room? The Grizzly Pear. And I won. And I won $30 and I'm rich now. If you ever need a loan for Invisalign or anything, you could call me. I'm loaded. And that was just like the start of it. And then I just started working the clubs. No, you have perfect teeth. Okay, I was just saying, you. I want Invisalign and I was projecting. <laughs> you're, you're perfect. There's nothing wrong with you. No, you have great you. teeth too. You know, I, I – anyway, so – you know, and I've just hit the ground the ground running, and like we all have, and it's been really exciting to earn your stripes. I think that's one of the most rewarding things about comedy is each. I feel like every show I do, and each it's an opportunity to get better and learn something. You were mentored by Gladys Simon. Yes. How was that? She was very hard on me, very very hard on me. And at the very beginning, she said to me, "You're too gay." which I thought was so hurtful. She would always, I was constantly, gay it down, gay it down. You're too gay. Why are you wearing those clothes? And a lot of things I was like, this woman is, what is she saying? And not that I agree with her. I think that I to be in the rooms that I wanted to be in, it was more about me trying to be like that than actually being funny at first. Right. And I think that's true. I mean, I think that happens a lot. That happened with me is that I was like, I'm going to be very flamboyant and that's what's going to make the audience laugh. But then I was like, no, I don't want to no. be, I don't want to be that. I want to be myself. And if I am flamboyant, then I am flamboyant. But other than that, I want my jokes to do the work. I, I've always said that and I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Because there are certain rooms that you do, especially if you're playing the Midwest or the Midwest or you're playing, you know. Right. The hotel next to an Arby's in, in Nevada. Love an Arby's. Th those audience, same, I, I love a French dip. Yeah. But those audiences, you know, you have to be adaptable. And, you know, it, it may be rough if all your material is about, you know, getting double penetrated. Not that yeah. that's what my act is about. But I'm just, I've never actually been double well, penetrated. Is, or penetrated. Want... Well. But... <laughs> I like to to do men with dicks like nubs. The smaller the dick, the better, because I'm very lazy. I'm okay. just saying it's less work. 
If yeah. somebody has like a 12 inch, I'm like, it'd be nice to get premier parking. Are you a top? I switch it up. Depends on the person. Okay. How about you? Mostly top. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not a big, no. Shut up. Not a, I don't do that. I'm a lady. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking of anal. Yeah, speaking of anal. Uh, no, that's interesting because one of the biggest things is I want to be able to take my comedy anywhere and everywhere. And I noticed, and here's the thing, I noticed that when I do my jokes that I really love in audiences that are gay, they like it. And I'm happy about that because if they like it and I can do it in other audiences and like straight audiences, then I'm happy. I did my set out in Long Island at Governor's and it was great. I had a great time. I was opening for Hannah Burner and I had, I love her. And I just, she just posted me on our podcast, uh, Burning in Hell and so much fun. And, but I, I was like, oh, Long Island, let's see how it goes. But it works. It yeah, works. and you're and you're. Listen, I don't say this about many people. You're a dynamic performer. You're somebody who, when you go up there, you're fun to watch and you're engaging and 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 you're captivating. Yeah, and that's a part of it too. That's half the battle. And you have that too. You have those qualities as well, because like you have. Mine's that called st- a chemical imbalance. Okay, but but thank you. No, but, it's stage presence. Yeah, but one thing I will say about Gladys though is she's been such a supporter of mine, and you know she's been very 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 hard on me. But I think that. It was some of the things that I needed to hear personally, not even stuff about the business. And, you know, she's she's like the Mitzi Shore of uh, the East Coast. So shout out to Gladys. She's great. Shout out to Gladys. I miss you. I, I'm, I know we're on a roll here, but I love that I'm on these velvet seats with you. It really does. Yeah. We're going to move on to the next segment. And that is we talk about your first gay experience. So Nikki Paris, what was your first gay experience? It's it's not so easy to talk about. Um, I'm not proud of this. I have I've been with a lot of straight men, and I'm sure you have too, because you're attractive, and you know you know you're around a construction site. It happens, and you know I was with the with a straight guy, but he had a BMW, and I loved to be in the back seat of it. Mm-hmm. And um, it was my best friend's boyfriend. And we had this secret love triangle where we'd all be in a hot tub and they'd be making out. But underneath the water, his hand was in my bathing suit. And I feel such guilt about it to this day because I'm not that person. And I was a baby slut. What? I know. Did you just tell me? (laughs) Oscar and my family's hot tub. How old were you? I was in, oh God, eighth grade. So that would make me like... (laughs) right now listen when you're hot you're hot no i was yeah i was in eighth grade does that change how you feel about me in any way no okay good so that was my first as long as everybody is illegal yeah of course i I was definitely under 18 but yeah they were he was she was older than us but everybody was under 18 yeah yeah, she, she was she was like five years older than us. So if we were thirteen or fourteen, she was at least seventeen. Okay, she was older and smoked cigarettes. She was the bad girl. And what was and well, how old was the boyfriend? My age. Oh, really? Yeah. Was he hot? <sighs> yeah, and, and another one lost their looks. I get people when they're hot, and then once we they diminish. It's all right. You know what they say, right? You know what the gay motto is: "If can't have a happy home, wreck one." Um, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say redecorate it. <laughs> 
Yeah, Liam Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> both work, Oscar. Both work. But uh, I've had a lot of hookups with members of the that. NYPD. Oh God, yeah, me too. Really, I feel like I've I fucked more cops than a body camera. Okay, that <laughs> that's a bit. Have it's you... the truth, and I'm seeing one now. Really? Yeah. In Staten Island, right? I, I, yeah, there are, there's about four of them. Jesus Christ. No, over the years, not at once. Oh, okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong at once. No, not me. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, have to get out the Neosporin. No. I've God never no. had, I've only done a Are one they one. like closeted? Uh, Not this one, but the, okay. the first three were. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know. I just like to feel safe, you know, and the. Don't you feel safe when you're with the cop? You're like, no. if anything ha- why not? They're, they're no. supposed to protect you. That's what our I tax was dollars an, go to. I was with an FBI agent once. <gasps> oh. I know. Did he wear a trench coat? No, but when he came in, uh, as he was undressing himself, I saw his gun was strapped to his leg. And he was like trying to maneuver to take it off without me seeing it. And I happened to glance over and I saw it and his gun was like, he had like that right there. And it was, I was like, oh, wow. Now, did it turn you on? Um, how was the other ish. pistol in comparison? The what? The oh. other pistol. How was, how the was pistol, pistol number was okay. two? It was about the same in size. You preferred the first. Yeah. 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 Mm. It was about the same in size. Yeah. Nothing really special. I was like, oh, this is. Antiquish. Antiquish. <laughs> Straight out of the Museum of Natural History. I was like, this is very small and antiquish. Dusty. Yeah. You had to take it. Like, oh. oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so your first gay experience was of you in a hot tub while the your best friend's you in a hot tub. I hope they never see this. I, I come on these podcasts and I say, that's why I, I don't really do these a lot. First of all, a lot of these people that ask me to do the podcast, I don't want to sit with some of these people for an so hour. So I just want you to but know I, that most of my listeners are in far off countries. Perfect. So I, I want to just say, give a shout out to Everyone all of Bosnia. my fans that are oh. listening in Saudi Arabia, Nigeria, St. Kitts, uh, the Netherlands. All of the new places, Cambodia, Taiwan. Hi, everyone. We are going to move on to the next portion of the podcast, and that is Dick's Appointed, where you get to tell a wild and crazy hookup story. So do you have a wild and crazy hookup story for us? Oscar, do I look like Nurse Jackie to you? All of a sudden, this was supposed to be hot, and now all of a sudden I'm icing this man's dick. What happened? I hooked up with a guy and his dick got caught in the zipper and he started bleeding and I went oh home. Oh my God. I asked him if he wanted to go to the emergency room. He said no. And obviously his dick couldn't work anymore. So what was I going to do? So what? Like how bad was it? It was pretty, it was pretty bad. And I like freaked out. I mean, I haven't seen too many dicks despite everything I've said here today, especially at that point in my life. And it was, it, it was literally terrifying. You know, when you bite into a gusher. Oh. Let's leave it at that. I'm like ashamed to even like repeat the story. I hope no one thinks ill of me. I'm a very nice Catholic boy from Staten Island, and I've been through the mill. Gucci coat. I look like the Tin Man, but (laughs) I look like the gay Tin Man. I really do. I have a. I am one of those gays. I cannot dress for shit, but I I wear things that I think that I look really great in in the mirror in my room, 
And then I'll get out into the world and I'll see another mirror and I'll be like, who the fuck is that? And it's very painful for me because that means I'm not fully in reality. I love this gay tin man coat. Thank you. I'll see you down the yellow brick road, okay? <laughs> where Oil you, can. Where did you get this? Gucci. The jacket, yeah. The everything else is, you just need one good accent piece. Everything else is from Zara. Oh, God, yeah. That's how you do it. I love Zara. Yeah, I do. For those of you who are not watching at home, a mosquito just landed on me and Oscar, like a gentleman, killed it. <laughs> just That's what I do here, though, Oscar. Can we do an episode? Or can we like do another episode and I'll come back with Raid? <laughs> what can I bring you? <laughs> just... We're on the set of A Bug's Life where anything could happen. No, oh. I love Oscar and I love this apartment and he's got QVC on like any gay man should. Oh, God, yeah. I think as soon as I leave, he's going to put on the Gilmore Girls. And oh, he... God, no. No, that's not your type of show? No, are you nuts? I, I, I just actually don't watch Reba. a lot of... You just finished Reba? Yeah, because I, I think that's that going to be me, a single mom who works two jobs. Who loves her kids and I never stops? Who, who works two jobs? jobs? Who loves her kids and never, never stops? stops. Gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. A fighter. I'm a survivor. And then as the seasons went on, she went, I'm a survivor. And she went up because that little fiery redhead takes risks like a true artist. I love me some Reba. Me too. I'm a survivor. I love that. Me too. All right, we're going to move on <laughs> from your very sporadic. <laughs> it's like it literally I'm I a thought, hurricane. I I thought I had ADHD. You think I have ADHD? Oh god, yeah. Really? God, yeah. I have, I've never gotten tested. Oh, honey, you don't need to be tested. To, <laughs> I can just tell I always you thought right I was just now, vibrant. You are that Okay, that's just the gay <laughs> way of saying you have ADHD. <laughs> Just vibrant. I'm sitting here with comedy's Dr. Phil. <laughs> vibrant. No, you've been Is that what me. we say now when we have gay DHD? We're vibrant. Is that okay? Should I stop saying it? No, it's great. I think okay. it's funny. I should probably be on meds. Uh, I think we all should be. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to the last portion of the podcast, and that is the gay DHD wheel of Q&A. Everybody at home. So you're going to take a spin on the Gay HD Wheel of Q&A. Okay. And we're going to have fun with some questions. So go ahead and take a spin. Okay. Number 12. If you could lose your virginity to any celebrity... Who would it be? Justin Bieber. Justin Drew Bieber. I think that the world has wronged him in ways that is inhumane. Not only do I think is he an incredibly talented vocalist, I just I just think he is somebody that I'd like to sit on their lap. Oh, okay. I have a few celebrities. He's up there. He's my number one for sure. I have such a soft spot for a soft and a hard spot for Justin Bieber. <laughs> I. Yes. I don't care that he wants to sit on the floor in a circle and pray to all 12 of the apostles. He does that, you know. He is like every hour on the hour he'll pray. I had a friend that was at a party with him. I wasn't invited. And he left every hour to go and pray. Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus. And if he's into that, so am I. All right. I'm going to ask this. Maybe you can offer some. Do you know any good Hollywood gossip? 
Okay, so somebody that I know, well, it, it just got defunct this week, so that's why I'm going to bring it up. Somebody that I know, and I think you know this person too, but I won't say their name on air. They told me for years that Taylor, Taylor Lautner is secretly gay. It's all a cover-up, and he's been banging dudes for years. Well, maybe he still may be, but he got... He's marrying a woman as of this week. Who's Taylor Lautner? Are you even gay? Give me all your Barbara Streisand CDs. You're on a turn off the QVC. You're out. Who's From Twilight, Taylor? he played the werewolf. They all played the werewolf. No, it's a vampire movie. There was only one werewolf. <laughs> oh. Taylor Lautner. What does he look like? Is he the one with the dark hair? He's like uh, the, the Twinkie looking one with like the, the faux hawk. Comes to a point like a unicorn. At the oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, right. Uh, spin it again. Okay. Oh, I get more than one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you could change one physical thing about you, what would it be? <sighs> well, I really let myself go in the pandemic. I really door dashed way too much cheesecake factory and did i need to have the brown bread with the butter and more than so four good. slices it's so good so right now i really have a stomach that i'm trying to really counteract but i have a peloton i dry hump that banana seat on the bike just trying to pedal my way back to a flat stomach so right now i'd say and you know what? i wish my areolas were a little smaller sometimes they look like you could land a helicopter on them someone once told me topless at the pool that my nipples look like small pepperonis so that's another thing I think I would fix. I hate you. you. <laughs> By the way, you're gonna just make me go on about all my problems. Get off the peloton and jump rope. That is how you lose weight. Peloton won't. You'll lose. You'll lose. You'll lose. A, you'll, you'll lose. But you want to lose weight? Jump rope. Yeah, I'm starting to do like a lot of hit classes, and I was a CrossFit guy. Um, but it's just I have to stop eating chalupas. But it's very hard. Let me tell you something. I am. I was talking about this today with my therapist, and I'm very an indulgent person. So I love to indulge, and so like when I'm eating, I want to eat everything because I want to indulge in it, and I feel like if I don't, then I'm missing something. But I realized that it's always going to be there. Like those chalupas will always be there. That slice of pizza will always be there. It's been like that for 15 years. The food will always be there. But the determination and dedication and like actual discipline is hard to come by. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do my best. I'm going to. You know, and the, listen, I had to, I'm losing weight now because I got to go to a gay wedding. Yeah, you look thin. I'm Good trying. Thing. I'm trying. I'm afraid if the wind blows, you're going to blow away. Ah, We're going to have to tie you to the go, telephone I'm pole. This, I'm doing this for a gay wedding because I have to look good because the people in the wedding are very. But you do. You already did that. You just want to look your best. But you already do. You look fantastic. I hate weddings. No, Stop inviting me. I hate me. gay weddings. I hate weddings in general. I've I been hate to weddings, so many too. weddings, please. And I, I, I'm the, 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 like the single three-legged freak in the corner that comes alone also, to all these. Also, you're supposed to pay technically your portion of the food if you don't get him a gift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to yeah, at least pay for your plate. That's like the the rule of thumb. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh yeah. I did not know. You're like I have to pay two hundred and fifty dollars for dry chicken and mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's an unspoken I'm thing. I'm sorry. What? Uh, spin it one more time. Okay. 
Number 13. Lucky number 13. If you were to have a biopic about you, who would you want to play you? Chris Jenner. And I, I'm sure it would be something like where I, 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 you know, I see myself getting murdered by somebody some point in my life. So I'm hoping there's a murder mystery and I would love Chris. I think that she could really capture my emotional intensity and, and the hair that looks like a toupee. So, yeah, that's my final answer, Alex. Chris Jenner. A hundred percent. I think she has the, the, the chops. Oh, God. If she's All not right. available, Rachel Maddow. But Who? If Chris is not available or it's not enough of a budget, up, Rachel, Ra- Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow. That's who's back up. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Who would play you? Oscar Isaac. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, right? I mean, no Chris, but... <laughs> Is it, a, is it a Hallmark film? Nikki, I'm so glad that we got a chance to catch up. It's Me so too. good to see you. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I think it's great. It's really fun to see other LGBTQ comics succeed, and I love that. And I feel the same way about you. I've been a fan since the word go, my friend. We got it, and I'm so excited to see what you're going to do next. <laughs> I know I'm going to see you on some show Hosting something, being fabulous. I can feel it in the air. You'll see me on Sex Send Me to the ER in 2023. Watch out. <laughs> Dream big. Sex Send Me to the ER. Ah! That is actually a pretty good show idea. No, it happens a lot because people, you know. They, is that they, a show actually? Yes. Oh, I don't know that. You're in the city till, for how long? Four more days. All right. So where can people find you? Nikki Paris, bitch. Yeah. That's my my confirmation name and yeah. my Instagram handle. Yeah. And um, yeah, follow me and, you know, if you want and to feel better post, in your own life. Do you post all of your shows on your page? Yeah. Okay. I do. Okay, great. This was so much fun. Thank I, you so yeah. much for coming on to I love oh, you. Oscar. Absolute delight. Uh, I can't wait to see what you're going to accomplish next. Back at you. You got it, girlfriend. Vibrant. <laughs> That's what we're ending on. Vibrant. Vibrant. <laughs>